my god, I screwed up the time. <laughs> That's why I, I was like, oh, this is perfect because Kevin wanted to jump on early. I was like, oh, we can just pretend we're finishing the show, and and Rain will never know. I was like, okay. Rain, are you monitoring our Facebook this week or not? Or you're not because we're last show of the year. Here we go. We're live. We are. <clears throat> I'm working on getting it going. In a world of divisiveness, we bring you diversity. In a world of hate, we bring you love. In a world of fear, we inspire you to live. And now, laughing, loving, and alive with your hosts, Rain Thomas, Elmer J. Howard, and Dr. Kevin. Welcome, welcome. I am the ghost of Christmas past. And I am Elmer the prankster. <laughs> and I am the ghost of Christmas future. Take a look at me and see how good your future looks. I want to see this. I'm ready. <laughs> You best be ready. Okay, why am I not getting all of us on the screen at the same time? Something's going on. So anyway, <laughs> welcome to the last show of the year. Oh man, how can you say of the year? Because it is. We're not doing another show to next year. Can't we just like roll over 2022, 2021, roll them into just one like long 24 months or something. Well, 2021 should be better than 2020. 2020 was actually really good for me. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. 2020 was really good for me too. Yeah. And, and then when a, people say that, they're like, what? Right, I know on a, on a personal level, it was for me. You know, I lost over 25 pounds. I got out of debt. <laughs> it was overall a pretty good year. Right. Same here. It was like, well, I didn't lose any weight, but I mean, I wasn't looking to lose weight, but got a chance to catch up on some things and sit still for a minute and then get a rhythm that, you know, I didn't get when things were constantly frenetic. Ah, well, uh, unfortunately, frenetic, I mean, frenetic stayed with me. So I didn't beat, I, I, I got more frenetic, but it was a good frenetic. Good. So, I mean, it was a busy, busy, busy frenetic. Well, me too. I became like an internet commercial kind of girl. All of a sudden, I was getting all these commercials for skincare and eye cream and yoga and osteoporosis uh, stuff. I don't know if I would have gotten if, you know, I hadn't been locked away somewhere. You know what? It's it's all about if you're locked away and it's a good time, it's all good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My cat was was coming. I thought she was going to come and make a, a guest appearance, but she she just pat botted me a couple of times and then she let it go. <laughs> so we are going to do, so I do want to talk about the fact that all three of us had actually a pretty good 2020. I like that. I mean, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of things that happened in the world that were challenging. And as you know, I learned, I've said, I've said it on this show before, I learned very quickly I was an essential service here 
Um, but it gave us, you know, it did, it did give me an opportunity to help more people do more good. Um, you know, really feel like I was making a difference in the world. Right. Not that I don't anyways, but I, you know what I'm saying. And yeah, like I said, overall it was good, but there's definitely the downsides, you know, I haven't been able to travel, uh, this year. So I haven't mm -hmm. been out to Phoenix to see my friends. Um, uh, and you know, the, the physical contact, you know, that's, you know, missing, you know, I, I was already an introvert and working from home anyway. So that part, like I wasn't affected as, as much as a lot of people are, there's a lot of people that are struggling with mental illness, um, you know, depression mm -hmm. and whatnot, you know, because of this and that, and I'm not trying to make light of any of their struggles, right. but on a personal level, yeah, this, you know, 2020 was, was not a bad year for me. I'm there with you. It was, you know, obviously I'm a social butterfly, but thank goodness, you know, I'm married, so I have somebody to talk to, you know, but I understand you don't know you're lonely until you're lonely for some people. And that's been challenging. I mean, growing up, I loved school. I loved everything about school. I love the process of getting on the school bus. I love the process of like seeing my friends and homework and teachers and hands-on. And then I, I can't imagine students just being plucked right out of school and not being able to see their friends. Like, I think that would be really tough because a lot of people are hands-on. Yeah, I'm talking to um, Rachel about her son, Nicholas. He's uh, 11 years old out in Phoenix. Um, and yeah, he was struggling with, you know, not seeing his friends and, and through this whole thing. And, and, you know, and the family dynamics. There's a lot of families out there that, you know, you might not spend 24-7 with them. And next thing you know, you're locked together for the nine months. Right. And, you know, not having a chance to get a break. And, um, you know, and I was able to luckily help them with that. We would, um, I would play Xbox with Nicholas on, you know, on headphones. So we were talking and stuff. And so his parents would feel like they can go take a walk <laughs> and get out, get out for wow. a couple hours, you know, kind of thing. But there's a lot of people that, yeah, this has been a really struggle, really bad year. Um, ODs have been higher this year and, um, mm -hmm. you know, suicide rates, especially like in Japan have been up and, and, and given everything else that's going on in the world besides the pandemic. Yeah. It's been, you know, not my favorite year, but right. it has personally, it hasn't been a, like a, you know, horrible year personally to me. Right. Dr. Kevin, what about you? I know you said things were frenetic in a good way, but, um, I know you have, you probably had your own set of challenges, you know? Well, I mean, my challenges were, were somewhat going to happen no matter what. And it made it more, it made it more happen quicker. But you know, when 2020, when 2020 started, um, you know, one of the things that I, you know, my mother was living on her own in an assisted, you know, in a, in a, in an adult elderly community where they took meals together and there was somebody kind of there if she needed to help. And she was kind of sort of, we knew she was, you know, moving into dementia, but she could still have her own apartment and people came and visited her and she had lots of friends. And of course, She's ending the year in a nursing home, you know, three quarters the way into dementia now at this point. Wow. And I know some of that's the isolation. I know some of that wow. was, you know, 
hitting all these anniversaries and not being able to have the family to be there. Right. And so it has just speeded up a process that was going to happen regardless. I mean, you know, dementia doesn't go away. No, no, no. But, wow. So, Rain, did you say you're, you're not monitoring Facebook? For us or just in general? Yes, no, for us, just, for the show. Just, yeah, just this show, um, this time, just because okay. I was traveling. No, no, it's fine, because I, I just see some comments, and so I just wanted to, to uh, uh, mention them if you're not seeing them. Uh, yeah, Laura, they Laura, be <laughs> Laura Griffith um, Cochran, a friend um, of Dr. Kevin and, uh, and mine, she said, uh, tell her, I assume you, you rain, tell her to come see Aunt Laura. No, she was talking about Morgana because Morgana was in the TV screen. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, it's time, the, the timing's off. We are, we are uh, um, what we're seeing is not what they're seeing. It's a little delay. So sometimes when the comments come in, they're behind what we're currently talking about. Okay, so so are we. But um, there's been two people that have said hi, Rain, um, Arena. Raina yes, Dean. Yep, she's saying hi. And Kim Lipsky also is saying hi to Rain. Hi, Kim. You've got Hello. a lot of fans out there, Rain. And Donna Paisley says, wishing you all an amazing new year. Is she enjoying Boxing Day? Because she's in Nova Scotia. Oh, I don't know. Are you enjoying Boxing Day, Miss Donna? Your Auntie Laura said hi. Say hi, Auntie Laura. <laughs> Um, I don't know. So one of the things is, so, you know, uh, Jeff and I, we celebrate Yule and, you know, we get together and do all the Christmas stuff, but mm -hmm. Yule, uh, Jeff's mother and I, and Jeff, we did Yule, just the three of us at the house around the fireplace. We reviewed our goals from 2020. Okay. And, um, I'm, I'm happy to say that I hit 95% of all the goals I set in 2020 last Yule. So, and then we set our 2021 uh, goals for what was coming. Uh, and, um, you know, the goals I set into 2020 and the goals I set into 2021 were very, very different goals. Like things you can tell us or they're personal? Well, no, like in 2021, uh, I mean, because because I achieved so many of my goals in 2020, you know, you know, in 2020, I was going to get in, you know, I was going to lose weight and get into good health. Well, I've lost the weight. I'm in good health. And, you know, now I like my 2021 goal was to be at peace with my body because even though I've lost the weight and I put on a bunch of muscle and stuff like this, I'm, I, you know, right now, I haven't been this small since I was in my 20s. But the body I had at 25 at this size and the body I have at 60 at this size mm -hmm. is not the same body. I know, you, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> you know, so it was be at peace with my body and, you know, and, uh, you know, for me in 2021, it's be at peace with my mother, like be at peace with where my mother is and what I can and can't do. Because I'll tell you, my biggest frustrations all year long was dealing with paperwork and bureaucracy and people that 
you know, and the inaccessibility, not only of meeting with her, but taking care of all of this stuff and having some places to say, well, we don't like your power of attorney. So we want you to get her signature notarized. I'm like, she's in quarantine in a nursing home. They're going to let me walk in with a, with a notary because you're decide. I mean, like some of it was really clearly like no, there was, there was no kind of consideration. I give you a power of attorney. Well, it's over a year old. Well, of course she put it in before she had dementia. She has dementia now. You don't want her to do a power of attorney today, do you? I would think you would be questioning it if the power of attorney was signed yesterday and I'm telling you she's mid-level dementia. Like which one of these is a, like a duh reality? Boys and girls. Matter. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. It would matter. I did that last year, 2019 with my dad and we didn't have any quarantine or anything. And he was completely fine. And it was the same thing. Well, we don't like this power of attorney. This one is just for this. It's all for the same thing. Well, this one, we need the signature on the bottom and not on the middle. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And some of these places you think they're, that they're just giving you a hard time because they're holding on to the money a little longer. Right. They don't want to provide right. the service. Right. They don't want to do the stuff. But I want to jump in with some more comments. Uh, since this is just our show this, this time, we can interact with our audience a little more. So Donna, in response to your question, um, said that, nope, she's spending the day walking the dog, keeping out of the stores. Um, Raina said she's in Portland, Oregon, looking forward to 2021. And she lost oh. 52 pounds and she has yeah. 40 pounds to go. Yay, Raina! Yay! Yay! Here comes that bikini. And Raina said, I understand DMV wants me to bring my hospice hubby into the office during COVID. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. I mean, you know, it's just, and I've met some incredibly good people that have tried to bend over backwards, that have tried to help me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not all been bad and there's definitely been some good stuff, but you know, it, you know, in, I had a lot of, you know, in, in 20, I had a, 2020, I had a lot of active things I wanted to get done. I wanted to get the four books out, which I did. I wanted to get my mastery classes going, which I did. I wanted to, you know, there were all these things. And now in 2021, it's like, I have a couple of things I want to achieve, but it's like, I want to achieve peace with my body. She peace with where my mother is in her transition and I want to be happy and be joyful and be healthy and so there's a you know there's a few there's a few little center do things I have set the goal to get six books out in 2021 so wish me luck I, you're gonna do it I'm not wishing you that it's done oh Laura says yes Kevin this, this is my friend Laura whose husband passed away he had to pass away five, six, seven years ago. And she goes, yes, Kevin, Gar's death is haunting my paperwork again. And he's been dead. At, he's been dead. Oh, my God. He's been dead 10 years now. Oh, my God. That does not surprise me. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Raina said that. his driver's license expired December 4th, and he won't be driving. But they, you know, they want to, they want him to, you know, he's in hospice and they want him to come in and it's like, why? But, yeah, what's the sensitivity in that one? But one of the things I'd like to do, if it's all right with you guys, is I did write a poem for Yule 2020. Can I share it? You all sure can, honey. <laughs> okay. Oh, 
This is my Yule 2020. Um, my mother-in-law wrote a song. Jeff shared a poem that he really likes and I wrote a poem. And this was Yule 2020. Come listen in here about the longest night of the year. The light so brief in the daytime sky, we wonder if the sun actually went by. For some they huddle in darkness and in its isolation they keep. Others spend their time praying for the light, cursing the darkness, mooning, mourning, moaning their plight. But for me, I search for the gifts which hide deep within the night, gifts that when brought into the light make me heartier for the next long night, whenever it may alight. For the longest night of the year comes only once in a year. However, our longest night, oh, my screen went screwy and I'm reading it. Oh. So, however, our longest night will come and go and havoc so, for those nights may last a year or more. But the quicker we discover the gifts and release the fear, the sooner the light will then appear. So invest in the search and fear not the night, Often the gifts are unbound when the darkness rules and there is no light to be found. So come listen and hear. Live life with love and in hope and ye shall have nothing to fear. Bravo. Not read terribly well, but anyways. It was read <laughs> perfectly to end 2020. I loved it. Thank you. So, yeah. Hey, since it's just us, don't you want to talk about your web of light? You mean my <laughs> web of light expo series? Is, oh, thank you. Donna Paisley said lovely. Raina said stunning. Um, so thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're talking about the poem. Maybe they're talking about <laughs> They might be talking about your new body that you're at peace with. <laughs> oh, so also, I thought this was the appropriate shirt for the last show of 2020. He's so cute. He is, but he is just a little discombobulated. <laughs> kind of like us. Yeah, kind of like us. So the way I, I, I went, I went just as a side note on that, I went in to all our social media, all our pages, the podcast and everything. And I put on, we are an unedited show. <laughs> so people can know when they start it up, the music doesn't start for at least a minute where we're getting our act together. <laughs> we are unedited people. I don't care what they I'll take it. So I am going to see, Elmer's probably gonna kill me because I'm gonna try to do something technical and I'm probably gonna blow it. So I, I want everybody to appreciate um, uh, appreciate the fact that I'm stretching my comfort zones here. Um, and I am going to, since you asked. All right, um, when, if you're sharing video, <clears throat> it, one, it might be a little, little flaky, but make sure you click on share sound if that's what you're doing. Yes, I am. I'm going to try to do that. I've got to see when I share screen, what screen it shares. You can also click on, just click on the video. If you have the video open in the background, it should be one of the windows. 
And if you want me to, to share the video, I can't. Yeah, you I, go ahead. Yeah, which one? You, yeah, um, why don't we let the person who knows what's going on share the video? <laughs> you, which which video? This first, the one minute, the two minute. I think you should share the two minute, and we should get Rain's feedback on it, and then we'll take questions about the Web of Light uh, speaker series coming up. If people have questions um, about that, and we'll also continue to talk about 2021. Somebody has said, "Well, Elmer's figuring out the technical." Uh, we have uh, Brent Offner said, "Let's hope 2021 is better." Well, you know, and it's very interesting because every year is going to be exactly what we make it. Because there's going to be, there's no such thing as a shit show free year. Now the shit show was bigger and showier and had bigger chunks, but it also had a lot of opportunity and gifts for many people. Yeah. And I have, I, for anybody that's still waiting for us that they can't wait till things return to normal. Return, not going to happen. It will never be what it was before. It can be better, but it I, will be different. I read, yeah, I, I actually not read. I was listening to NPR in the car and somebody um, who specializes in, in looking at culture and society and whatnot had said, he thinks what's, you know, we're not gonna get back to normal and it's gonna take, you know, more than just the next few months with the, with the vaccine and stuff. But he, he's predicting that what happened after the 1918 pandemic, which was the roaring 20s, is what we're going to see happen with our society. So I'm ready to show this video if you guys are. Yeah, go ahead. Because Rain hasn't seen it. I only seen it once. So, and we'd love your feedback. We also have a few things we'll share that people are posting after we watch the video. Okay, awesome. Hello, and welcome to the Web of Light speaker series at our January 17th, 2021 event. It's about honoring our losses and it's about recognizing that we have so many losses, not just to death, but to all different changes and transitions and we have a right to grieve. I think we all need a bit of a jump start, And I also believe in every fiber of my being that Everyone has something special to offer and contribute and to also be able to reap the benefits. I am a vocalist, you know, by trade. And, and what I realized over the years is that no matter what people are going through, laughter and music somehow brings us all together. I do a couple of songs. And what I know for a fact is when you deposit a song in someone's heart, a lot of times they may not receive it right then and there, or you know, they may hum it later. But I want people to remember at least a part of that song. COVID is, um, there's a lot of different and conflicting information um, out there for people. How can we blend the two things together? Science and uh, traditional healing methods. You know, um, I, I've, been, I've been teaching uh, some version of creating your best new year for over a decade. You know, on January 1st, 2020, most people didn't see the year that we had as the year that was coming. The secret is to create the best one that you can have, no matter what is going on. How to refocus, recenter, and enter 2021 in the best place You possible. can get tickets at weboflight.com. You can get tickets at the Web of Light Expo Facebook page. Um, 
digging it. I mean, I think we've sold a million tickets already. <laughs> well, we have that, sold tickets. Yep. I love it. It's going to be, that's going to be so fun. And you know what? With the powers that are going to be at this Web of Light Expo, I, I believe we're going to change some things around. We're going to empower people who didn't see it coming. And that includes us because a lot of times things happen that empower the people who are supposed to be empowering. And that too, you know, blessings go back and forth. Absolutely. Well, and Elmer uh, contacted me earlier because, you know, the, 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 the day ticket price is $125 for the day because we're doing the four speakers, um, uh, healing, uh, healing through laughter and music, uh, five tips uh, to stay healthy during the time of COVID. Then we're doing that healing meditation circle honoring our losses. And then uh, it's never too late to create a miraculous life. And then I'm doing creating your best new year. So, I mean, it's a, it starts at 1145 with opening ceremony and the speakers are going to be there to introduce themselves. And then it's going to be, you know, presentation for an hour, 15 minute break, because it's Zoom, it's all a Zoom. Presentation for an hour, 15 minute break, healing circle for an hour, the healing meditation to really honor the loss of all the stuff we lost in 2020. And then, and then at the end, then we'll have the other two, how to create a miraculous life. Uh, it's never too late to create a miraculous life and then creating your best new year. Uh, and then we're gonna have a closing ceremony and a round table discussion with the speakers. So it's a full day um, that people can stay home, be on Zoom, get plenty of breaks during the day so they can get up, move around, do what they need to do. They can uh, be on their uh, bike or their treadmill and watch it while they're doing it if they want or do whatever. Um, but I know that Elmer just approached me earlier today and wanted to know if we could do a two week initial special right now, uh, which would be for, uh, for, these, for the next two weeks, I believe you said Elmer, just $99 instead of the 125. And so if anybody is thinking about taking it, email Elmer and he will send you the link or tell you how to get it because uh, in two weeks, it goes back up to 125 Rachel Showtime, just so you know. Well, the, if they go to purchase the tickets, they are $99 right now, up and through. Yeah, okay. until, so yeah through until, until January 9th, and then they will go back up to the 125. So, yep. So even, so send them out, because I know, you know, you've got a link, Rain, and stuff. Mm -hmm. We're going to do all that stuff, send it out. But anyways, so I'm really looking forward, and this is the first of six. And um, I've already got the March lineup just about completed of what I'm going to do in March. Uh, and uh, I have been reorganizing all day and I don't have that piece of paper in front of me, but I might be able to bring it up at some point, but I don't want to confuse people with January and March, but I'm getting ready to start doing the May lineup. So it's going to be every two months throughout the whole year. That's going to be exceptional. And I actually had two people, I don't know them, but um, they responded, I don't know, a few days ago, and they said that that looks life-changing. And, you know, for me, I, I don't take that for granted when I talk to people or, you know, the power of inspiring and, and just, you know, getting through whatever we're getting through. I don't take that lightly. So for anybody who, you know, decides to come on and, and, spend that time with us. I, I'm hoping their lives will be completely enriched by, 
you know, what we're saying and doing and the way we're living. And, and if you can't make it that day, for whatever reason, we are going to, we are recording the whole series. We're not going to sell the whole series um, as one, but each of the five different classes will be available um, for purchase on the way to university site. Uh, once we process and technical and get that all, all uh, up and running again, you can actually go and just buy the class that you want to see individually. I love that. This is, this is going to be super fun. Dr. Kevin, thank you for including me. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure what to expect, but I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited. And I think this is something that's going to be great for everyone of all ages. And, you know, for me, I kind of gear it towards uh, the cancer, you know, folks and survivors and things of that nature, because that could be that that was tough this year, people not being able to get out and do the things they're supposed to do because of, you know, being in the pandemic, but hopefully inspiring them as a survivor, you know, that we, we can push through. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And I think that it's, it's been tough. It's been tough on the elderly. I think we've, the ones that haven't been personally affected by COVID, I think that we're still dealing with the fact that they are um, going to uh, lose cognitive ability like my mother is quicker and they're going to struggle more. And they're going to, uh, you know, and they're more likely to have health issues. And then there's that side effect that there was all sorts of people that did not get, um, they did not get some kind of something that they needed for their health because they were afraid to go to the hospital. They were afraid to go in. They were so right. desperate. I mean, there's so many other things that happened um, because of this so many other casualties, so many other things that happened that where nobody that I, I don't know anybody whose life was not was not touched by COVID. They either knew somebody that got it or somebody whose life that, that ended up losing a job or ended up, uh, you know, having some other issue come out or I mean, we all got touched by this. Um, Raina said, my grandmother was a registered nurse during the 1918 pandemic. Uh, there's, a few, there's a few back there. If you want to catch us up on them, Almer, for a second. Uh, I don't have that. They've, my screen, they've dropped off. <laughs> um, Donna said it was uh, comments on the um, video. It was all encompassing. Uh, Raina said it was awesome. Um, and of course, the Raina uh, registered nurse during the 1918 pandem ep epidemic. Um, uh, and Rainer also said it's a domino effect. And uh, her comment about her grandmother reminded me of this woman who's, um, who was a child during the 1918 pandemic, um, survived that, and then she got COVID and she survived that. <laughs> so she's been through two pandemics and survived both of them. There you go. Um, and I'm not on the I, I wanted to go off because I was trying to look something up. I know that John also, and I've now, no, what is it? It was Brent. Brent said something. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will, will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Um, that's John 8.12 he shared. Um, yeah. So anyways, that's some of what's, uh, 
what's going on. And one of the things I want to know is uh, what was the most surprising thing in 2020 for each of you that happened that was positive because of the pandemic? Was there one really positive thing that happened that made you... Is that your question? You, yeah. you, you trailed <laughs> off there. He, <laughs> he, did. he <laughs> fell asleep, made you. <laughs> did he take a nap? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, for me, it has to be uh, the ability to make um, the short film Kings and Queens um, in, in multiple ways. Uh, because of the pandemic, the money became available. Because of the pandemic, um, the bar became available. We were able to shoot in a, in a bar all day. Um, because they were had to be closed, um, which would have been difficult if they needed to be open. Um, uh, so uh, also this, the place that we, one of the one location that acted as um, two sets uh, and also as a production office where three of us stayed for, uh, for the week, um, that became available um, because of the pandemic, because it was shared space. Uh, but because of the pandemic, they, they locked it off and we're renting it as the whole first floor as one space. So that was something that also became available. Um, my actresses, um, they were also available. They had moved back, <laughs> one moved back from LA. So she, she was available um, in New England um, because she had moved back because of the pandemic. Um, she's our lead actress. She's totally amazing. Um, seeing her on, on the big screen as actually, because the camera can get closer than what I could see in real life. Um, her emotions amazingly come across. The, uh, uh, really blessed to have found her. Um, also, I think one of my crew members, uh, he's in the union. Uh, he, I think he was available, more available to, to do the show because of the pandemic, you know, so uh, it also created a lot of challenges, you know, shooting during the pandemic with having everyone to get tested, um, doing the protocols that we had to do. Meals were very, very difficult, um, you know, having separate zones and, and making sure people followed the COVID. So, you know, that caused some headaches. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't all, you know, roses, um, uh, for the shoot, but I, I think, you know, the shoot wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the pandemic for those many, many reasons that I had, had listed out. So. I was available. Right. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I just want to put that out there, Elmer. I offered it to you. You said you couldn't come for another month. You wanted me to shoot in September and I couldn't, I had to shoot in August. Well, and then think about it. We couldn't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> No. It's all right. I'll catch you on the next one for sure. Yes, definitely. Well, for me, I think I think I know for a fact um, one of the great big things that happened is started getting all of these internet commercials. So um, I don't really know where they show. They told me I don't care as long as you know I'm getting my check. They can put them wherever. But it was interesting because you know I I snagged a commercial you know for yoga. And there were commercials for eye cream and osteoporosis and face cream and bone density and all, all sorts of stuff I know for a fact I would not have gotten if I had walked into the studio in a cattle call, you know, because I wouldn't have fit that mold. But then, you know, they could rely on me. And I mean, even Facebook, I had faced the Facebook commercial was really super fun. Um, I don't know. I think it airs in two or three months. So if you guys see it out there, it won't be just on Facebook. It's going to be in a lot of different places. So if you nice. see it, you know, you don't 
there's some people that will take a picture and send it to me. Velony, who probably not listening right now, she's good at taking pictures of stuff and putting it on Facebook and say, look who I saw at such and such. <laughs> so um, yes, that was really, that's been really good to me. And it's a good turnaround because it's Zoom. They can give you, you know, a four days and they know they can get it done. You know, it's not that you don't have to fly to LA. I didn't have to fly anywhere. It's, you know, let's do the Zoom. Let's direct you you know, via Zoom and it was done. So that's been really awesome. It's opened up my exposure and um, I'm just looking forward to seeing what the next ones are going to be. And before oh. we get to Dr. Kevin's, I want to just catch up on the comment comments. Yep, good. Uh, Rainer, Rainer said she was amazed of the nursing skills she picked up watching her care for us. And I bet, especially um, during the pandemic, but also just my mother was also, um, she wasn't a registered nurse, she was a CNA. Um, okay. So I know, I know what the, um, picking up, uh, watching someone care for you and your and your siblings. Um, so Raina also commented on what one thing. Um, I'm assuming it's her her comment is on the one thing that has affected her life in a positive way is uh, being present in semi quarantine with my husband. We have easy and difficult conversations. It afforded us deep, tender time together. Wow. That's 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 great. And I want to share uh, one of the things that one of my clients, and I'll, then I'll share a couple of my 2020 stories. And we want people to share one of the positive things that happened to you. We know there's a lot of negative things and, and we grieve with you and we want to love and support you, you know, for those, those things that happen. But we, right now, we'd really like to celebrate, you know, sometimes we just have to stop and go, no matter what's going on, let's look at the positive side of things. Not Sunnybrook Farm, we're not pretending bad things that weren't going on. We know we've got, you know, all of the deaths and the cases and stuff like that, but share some positive things as well. So, um, but one of my clients that I worked with, and of course, you know, I've been doing psychic development classes and courses and working with people to really develop their psyche for 30 years now, um, full time. And in that, you know, I've been, uh, one of my clients, she just had an urge that she needed to leave her job before COVID hit. She just had the urge. She just, she was like, I, I knew I wasn't, I, I knew I was done there, um, but I'm such a responsible person and I didn't have a reason, but I just was like, one day I said, I just can't be here. I can't be here. And she'd been at that job for like 20 years. And she's like, I can't be here. And she went out on, on uh, a, a kind of disability uh, initially of, you know, like a mental health disability because she was just like overwhelmed. And then ended up being there for her three kids who ended up back at home needing help, um, her husband and I, you know, in working with her through this year and stuff like this, all of the times that she listened to her intuitive and how well it turned out and how, how close she goes, it got to the point that, you know, when we started that you could go visit, you know, like one or two pod friends or, you know, you, 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 we started to do stuff. My kids might go and then they'd be like, okay, but I don't want to miss games night at home. So I'll be home in time for games night. And these kids are like 12, 15, and 17. 
but she had so much energy that she was able to, by being present, be at home. And now she's got a new job, which she's going to be able to do at home and still be able to be there for her kids during this time and still be able to create this family unit. And this has been such a great, and I just want to share that. And part of that was because she listened to her intuitive mm -hmm. and she followed it and she stayed one step ahead of all of the stuff that was happening because her intuitive kept her one step ahead and she chose to listen and act upon it. So, um, you know, I think, I think a couple of the great things, I mean, one of the, the things that happened as, a, as an offshoot was we ended up getting somebody that normally would not be available that was a family member who got caught between jobs uh, at, when COVID was hitting, um, who had a lot of really good background in construction and had done stuff, though they didn't work construction anymore, but they had all the skill sets. And we have got our, our, you know, like really looked like it should be on a camp in a lake up in Northern somewhere. Uh, screen room turned into a beautiful four season blue room. We've got a front deck, we've got a back deck, we've got all this stuff done. And because I was so busy with clients this year and my practice tripled um, the amount of hours I was spending more, actually some weeks more than tripled what I was doing before the pandemic, um, crazy. I was able to help this family member generate income and able to get all this stuff done on my house, which I never would have got done. And this particular family member, you know, there was very honestly said to me um, that, you know, they hated their job. It was soul sucking. They hated their industry. They'd often wondered about going and trying to start a business as a handyman, but it had never really like come to fruition. You know, like, you know, it's hard to turn down a six figure job to do to start your own handyman business. But this worked out so well. So now my home, which I loved anyways, I love even more. And it's becoming the home, not the home that we bought. We fast forwarded into now, it's like we've been here for years and we've really made it ours and we've really created some great spaces. And I said to my husband the other day, I was like, you know, one of the problems is we've created so many great places to sit that I can't sit on them all on enough of a regular basis. I've got the fireplace working so I can't so I can sit in front of the fire or there's the blue room and I'm watching the birds on the bird feeder. And, and so, you know, it's just like we've created this like piece of heaven um, and we both were essential war service workers. So, you know, and, uh, you know, so there were some definite good things that happened in 2020, even though there was a lot of heart wrenching things. And again, we'd like you to share what happened with you. We have a couple com uh, comments. Okay. Um, Laura <laughs> says her mother and her have gotten back into a positive relationship again. Excellent. See, miracles never cease. I know, I know her mother, and that, that that's a miracle. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Raina said also part of the weight loss was upping her cooking game, giving up fast food during the pandemic, I assume during the pandemic. You know, you would lose weight with fast food if you had to run fast to get it. If you didn't just have to drive through and sit there, if you right. had to run to the store and get, I mean, it's still crappy food and it's still going to create health issues, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But if you had to like jog five miles to get to McDonald's and then jog back five miles to eat it, at least, you know, so. 
Would that really be fast if you had to go five miles? If you ran fast, it would be. Then it would really be fast. <laughs> <laughs> Run oh, dear. Um, so anyways, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do a minute of bragging rights here, and I have to language all of this very carefully. Um on this show? <laughs> yeah, well, you'll understand why I say this in a minute. And I might get on Rain's bad side when I say this. Oh, I was wondering if it was gonna be getting on my bad side. Um I don't well, you know, to get on your bad side, if, if to make an effort to get on your bad side, I'd have to get off your bad side. And I don't think I've ever accomplished that. <laughs> I uh, okay. I just have real estate on his bad side, you know? Um, the thing is, he keeps under trying to tell me it's boardwalk and it's not even St. Charles Place. So <laughs> Monopoly references, I, I've totally lost what's going on here, but okay. Yeah, uh, but anyways, so I got a very um, exciting, I'm gonna call it exciting for me. Um, I had this woman come to me 18 months ago and you know, I work as a, as a medical intuitive and I do alternative healing methods with people and I'm always very clear, though I'm a doctor, I'm not a medical doctor, I cannot diagnose, I cannot prescribe any and all information I receive is intuitive in nature. Um, I try to teach people how to, whatever healthcare that they're choosing, I try to empower them to bring everybody to the table, how to check in with their own intuitive, you know, how to combine, you know, Western recommendations for whatever their illness or disease is with whatever alternatives they want to do, how to bring all of that together. And this woman was recommended to me and I can't, and, and I, and I don't, can't remember what the actual name it was, but when she came to me, she said that she had what was considered the most aggressive form of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And this was 18 months ago um, when she came to me and, and they were, they were talking emergency measures and they didn't think she would live a few, that, that she wouldn't make it past a few months. And it, uh, there was some, uh, and it had started to spread into other parts of her body. Yeah. And so we have worked together for 18 months. She's run a lot of stuff by me. We've done a lot of work. We've done a lot of energy work. We've done the work with a lot of alternatives. We've also worked with traditionals and clinics and tr really tried to bring everything to bear always empowering her to make the choice. You need to be the head of your own team. You don't give your power to anybody to say that they make the decision for you. Listen to all of it, listen and listen to your gut, listen to your intellect, listen to all your advisors and bring this team together. And she reached out to me yesterday. I mean, we're in regular contact, but she's just got back all of her scans. All of her stuff is in normal and there's no evidence left. I love that. That's the best story ever. So, and I only say, I, I think I said brag, not, I, I don't, I'm not taking, I don't take like, I didn't do it for her, but working with her and empowering her to do this and take this journey and 
to, to so often, if people work with alternatives, sometimes the alternatives are like, well, you can't do any of the Western stuff because that's going to kill you. Right. And the Western stuff says, well, they, that, all that alternative stuff, that's just going to kill you. And they won't talk to each other and they won't work with each other. And she had people that worked with her that would not talk to me, but they didn't have to talk to me. She talked to me and she told me everything. And so right. we went and da 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 But it's so important, especially when you have something that is life changing and something that is, is terminal or something that is degenerative and that when you bring that team together, you need to have that set of advisors that you will, that you listen to and that you trust, but you have to know, you have to know that your body will always have the greatest wisdom. And, and you know, and when you can get into it and you can do all of the emotional and mental and spiritual work and then listen to your body and you do this and it was slogging and there were some really hard times and there were moments when you know she'd just she'd just call me to cry and i'd just be like cry it out cry it out go ahead get it all out then you can swear you can throw things at me you're across the country they won't hit me but you know you can imagine that they're going to hit me if it will feel better go ahead (laughs) yeah I'm okay with that. Um, but anyway, so I, I just wanted to, I was so thrilled. I got that, I just got that that word yesterday. So. And, and it, yeah, it's, I was just thinking about that in the last few days, uh, the difference between, um, uh, not the difference, but just how, you know, the two modalities need to work together and not shut the other out. It's <laughs> like, you know, if, if somebody walks in and shoots you with a, with a gun, are you going to do like, let me do Ricky on you? <laughs> like, no, you, you better get my ass to the hospital. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then you can do Ricky on me. But um, <laughs> on the flip side, you know, um, uh, two things. Uh, I'm working with a chiropractor um, who is, I call her the Dr. Kevin of the chiropractic world because she's kind of the very same approach with the spiritual stuff, but she is also a chiropractic doctor. I've been seeing chiropractors since uh, we went to Phoenix. It's been over 10 years. And in three months, she did more for me in those three months by integrating the spiritual aspects of everything that I had in the 10 years of the other chiropractors that I've, that I've seen. Um, it, it's amazing how well, how good my body feels in the, in the range of motion I've gotten back um, in my hips and my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, I broke my ankle playing roller derby uh, a few years ago. And before we got put into a cast, a friend of ours, uh, um, Ray, who does um, alternative medicine, he... Uh, alternative healing. He, he used an electro electroscope. It, it works with electricity. And he mm-hmm. treated me three times before I got put into a cast. And the doctor had me out of the cast in half the time. He's like, you should have been in this for six weeks. He goes, but it's three weeks and you don't need to cast anymore. So, you know, it, it, like Dr. Kevin says, they work in conjunction. You know, sometimes, you know, the best option in the moment is Western medicine. <laughs> you know, you got a gunshot, you're not going to heal it out of you, you know, through energies, you got to go to the doctor and get it taken out. And other times, you know, you in conjunction with things um, uh, and, and an aspect of not doing the medical. Um, I had high triglycerides um, back when I was in Phoenix. I reached out to Dr. Kevin because she wanted to put me on meds. And I was like, I want to try some alternatives first. And Dr. Kevin got me on some herbs and, uh, and I changed my diet a little bit. Mm-hmm. And after three months, I went back and she's like, oh, yeah, you don't need the meds anymore. So, you know, yeah, sometimes certain ones do work better, you know, the spiritual or energetic over the, the, the medical, and sometimes they need to work in conjunction. But yeah, I don't think it's an either or 
uh, situation because then you get into I think danger <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I am definitely a combination of both. You know, there's some things I'm like, oh yeah, you really need to get to the doctor to get this done. And then there's the other, you know, I'm very spiritual. I mean, I always have been and you know, meditation. And sometimes it's just something as simple as tweaking something you are or not eating that can really change some things around or the amount of water you are or not drinking. Um, so it all, it all works together for me, you know, if there's something I'm like, okay, I can't pray this one off. So, you know, a guy's like, you better get to the doctor and we take a look at this, you know, and, and I've been through a lot of different things. And so I definitely agree that the two modalities should work together in harmony. Yep. Yep. Somebody's health case, especially somebody's health crisis. Mm -hmm. should never be a competition between practitioners. Right. right. Whether it be for money or for fame or for whatever it is, it, it should definitely be for the benefit of the patient that's sitting in front of you. So I totally agree with that. And, you know, a lot of times people can't read other people's energy. I've been to doctors where I'm like, yeah, you can't treat me. I, I'm not liking what I'm feeling here or what's happening here and, you know, have to move to somewhere else and get what I need. So I, I totally understand that. And, and, the, and the competition thing, you know, I have a massage therapist and a chiropractor and some chiropractors say, oh, you don't need a massage therapist. That's, you know, baloney. And some massage therapists say, well, you know, you don't crack your bones. You got to fix your muscles. Well, the truth is you need both of them. <laughs> That's why I have right. both. They, have, you know, well, they have to work in conjunction. And I would, I'm going to throw in rolfing. I always say oh, that yep. the vector is rolfing, chiropractic, and massage keeps me structurally moving, healthy, mm -hmm. going forward. And then if I'm doing, you know, a good diet, um, and then I'm doing, taking care of my spiritual, mental, and emotional body, mm -hmm. I'm going to keep on ticking. Yeah. yeah. It's just like aggressive exercise. Yeah, I run and I like to lift, but I also need something like yoga to reset, you know, to align me. So, you know, people like, oh, if you run, you don't need yoga. I'm like, no, actually, I'm, I might be out of alignment, you know, or, or Pilates, which is really challenging for me, but it feels so good once it's like done. So we have some comments and then I want to see who we've got who we've got coming up in 2021 because we've only got a couple of minutes left. I was about to say that. We have, we have three minutes left. So Raina said, more aware of organic nutrient-dense foods that feed body and soul. That was back when we were talking about that. Here in Oregon, we have both. I think I just, you're talking about the modalities, the spiritual and, modality, the, yeah. and the medical. Yeah. You know, and every place has got both now. It's will they talk to each other? Will they recognize each other? Will they, you know, I always remember years and years ago, I had somebody, I would have people, traditional Western medicine people, some who actually ran clinics and things that would very quietly work with me on the side because they, they knew what I brought to the table, but it had to be on the side quietly. They couldn't, you know, and, and if the patient was open and then we would talk and stuff like that, and it's like, it just shouldn't be that way. And then Brent said that COVID gifted him with eight extra pounds 
Well, you know, with all the problems that they're having over in England right now, I don't think eight pounds is going to buy you much there, Brent, but that's okay. Because <laughs> he also said that he had his best year of painting sales. Is that fine art painting or were you painting the side of houses? I'm just curious. No, it's fine yeah. art. It's beautiful. Beautiful oh, okay. pieces. Yeah, beautiful okay, pieces. Great. Fabulous. Uh, because oh, I, oh, go ahead, Kevin. Oh, Raina said that she lost her sound. Um, I don't know what that's about, but yeah. So um, because hopefully it's not everybody. Construction seems to be. I mean, that's why I said when he said painting sales. Because seriously, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, people doing stuff up. But what have we got coming up, Rain? Before we run out of time, we're on our last. Oh, one. we've we've got some wonderful. We have people who are going to reset the way you think about eating on a cellular level. We have some recycling, repurposing people. We've got some professional uh, athletes coming on. I've got some stuff lined up for us. I'm going to keep it a surprise. Okay. So, um, closing thoughts for 2021, Miss uh, for 2020, Miss Rain. What are your closing thoughts? Love, peace, blessings, and I wish everyone the safest and the happiest New Year ever. Almer, closing thoughts for 2020. Um, you know, we, we've lived through this. Um, it hasn't been easy. Uh, you know, like you said, we got to look at the right side. We got to figure out what changes have been any positive changes in our lives. How can we move forward? Um, how can we make, you know, uh, the world a better place given all that's going on and how, um, you know, just yeah how do we and, and how do we prevent stuff like this from happening again you know can we learn from our mistakes my uh best friend andy who i live with his famous quote is the one thing we learn from history is we don't learn from history right i love that so in 2020 guys when you look back on it adopt this theme song i can see clearly now allow 2020 to be a watershed moment. See how many of what was really important and not important things shifted and changed in your life. How many things did you get clear on? How much garbage and trash did you get out along the way that you'd just been holding on and now suddenly you just couldn't do it or you had time to finally go through it. 2020 vision, I can see clearly now. Make 2020 the year that really was the year that, you know, was the first year of the rest of your life and make it the best of your life.